Three, two, one. Oh, hang on. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Twisted. God damn it. Ugh. Who knew headphones could be so hard? <laughs> okay. All right. We ready to go? Oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Hello. Hi. And welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It is a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week, two friends who also happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in, in the break room. The break room. <laughs> we can say it together <laughs> if you want. I don't know. <laughs> well, you? I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I'm the hostess, Erica the Red. And this week, we've got a pretty fun episode, I hope, right. planned for you guys. This is our first of maybe many. Um, trying something new. Trying something new. It's uh, we're gonna call it our rapid fire episode. Rapid oh, that fire. was the words that escaped me. Um, and we've got some things that people have asked on a Facebook, like a hairdresser advice group. Adv- yeah, a hairdresser advice group, and we've kept it like really anonymous. We've kind of like broken down each post into small little increments so that we can talk about them, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna talk. And Talking. be really bantery today. Yes. Um, but as you know, and if you don't know, if you're new here, we start every week off with our peak and our pit. And do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Um, Ooh, I didn't really think this minute. through. I know. That's why I'm volunteering. <laughs> I did not think it through. Let's see. Okay. So I'll go with this one. Um, my pit would be that Erica got um, on the online <laughs> dating apps. Guys, I hate these things. Um, they're so stupid. And I had um, a date, and I totally have never had this happen before, but I got, like, no call, no show <laughs> for a date. You know what, though? He It was probably for the better. Yeah, obviously. Right? <laughs> Clearly. I just, like, it's kind of funny because I'm not good at accepting, like, rejection is, like, real bad for me. Like, I take that really hard. But I was just like, meh whatever you know <laughs> like it's kind of been good for me because i'm like i'm not everybody's cup of tea but here's the thing he wouldn't have known that you were his cup of tea or not because he never showed up to meet you which whatever i don't know so if you took that personally in the least bit like i don't i totally don't take it personally um but you know that was just one of like one of the ways but you know what i've had clients well one client in particular that i was just talking to about this mm-hmm. she said that that happens to her all the time i think it does because people are just like kind of shitty and like this is why i like hate these fucking apps is cuz it's like you're swiping on pictures like i look good sometimes you probably look good sometimes like not everybody looks good all the time every day all the time every day all the time and like i'm kind of a personality person and not only that but like i have a lot of personality so like you might think i'm cute but can you handle my personality is another thing that part (laughs) that part so i don't know it just i'm not upset about it in any way shape or form but it just reminded me like why i fucking hate this app and like (laughs) (laughs) i'm probably just about to delete it but at the same time i feel like it's good exposure therapy for me for like rejection you know honestly yeah it kind of is um and in a weird way it's kind of made me be like 
eh, more comfortable in my own skin. So yeah, but it's still a pit, and I fucking hate farting. Hate it. And <laughs> you've said it like a billion times already, Sorry, so I'm I think it's so fine. Hard not to. Um, and then my peak would be that we did our photo shoot for the thing yesterday, which I have been stressing out about for like two or three weeks, and and um, you've killed it. Uh, okay, yes, I think it looked really good. Um. <laughs> I was Here never go. stressed out about it not turning out good so much as, like, I just thought it was one thing and then it was another. And then so I felt very, like, well, I don't know what to make because I want it to fit and I don't – I want it to go with mm-hmm. everything else. And there was and no solid explanations. About, it was more yeah. so, like, well, this like is my idea. Your own personal interpretation, but it was a group thing. So I just felt, like, how is this going to be copacetic if we're all coming up with our own ideas – and we're not coordinating with each other. Like, I just was like, I don't know how it's going to go, right? Which is not good for me. Like, I need, I might take, you know, stay up all night the night before and finish it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm not thinking about it the whole time up until then. So, yeah, it totally took over my whole week and my whole living room. And I'll be cleaning synthetic hair out of my carpet for months. Uh, yeah, and it's going to get stuck in your vacuum cleaner for or sure. Where. I know. I already think I'm probably going to just need to buy a new one next week because it's my Have you car- vacuumed it up yet? Yeah, once. And oh, was I was like, going to say, maybe you should, like, use a... Well, I use... I still have that little, like, pet hair thing from when I had Odin. <laughs> and so I did that on my carpet first. And then... But it's, like, literally everywhere. Stuck, it's yeah. stuck everywhere. It's going to be in um, corners for months. Mm-hmm. So You're going to wake up one I morning and be again. like... Pulling what the heck? hair out of my butt crack, yes. <laughs> it, like, gets stuck in the washing machine, and there's just a clump of it in your sheets. Oh, God, yeah. So, yeah, that's my peak and pit. What's yours? Okay, so my peak is that Bradley and I finally got to do our Valentine's Yay! Day date last night. So that is the peak overall. I got to go on a date, mm-hmm. which we both have... As of recently, had yeah. really busy schedules, the both mm-hmm. of us, and we're tired a lot. Yeah. So we live together, we see each other every day, but it like it's you in, don't realize yeah. how important those date you nights have are. To date your partner, yeah, you really do. And so the date itself was the peak of the week yeah. of the month, even honestly. Um, but here's the pit. So I got us in advance, like. A month, two months in advance, actually, I got us these tickets to um, what's called the Disney Immersive Experience. That's what y'all were doing. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so it looks online like the Van Gogh experience was, right? Yeah. And so we went and saw the Van Gogh experience. I want to say we saw it in Chicago or Atlanta. I saw it here in Nashville. So somewhere not Nashville is yeah. where we saw it. So you saw it at the immersive theater, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So you knew. That's what it looked like where you were. Because I was like, oh, that looks like a Disney version of Van Gogh. And it, it was and that. it was. So I got us the VIP experience. Yes. Super bougie, super expensive ticket. Well, I thought it was bougie and expensive ticket. Mm. But it was expensive ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and you literally just. Got a lanyard, and then you walked into the room, and you sat on the floor and mm. watched a video. That's how the Van Gogh experience was, too. Okay. Yeah, well, see, I didn't know that. Because the Van Gogh experience we went to, yeah. it was like you walked through. There were multiple rooms, and, like, the 
the videos, like the co- there were columns with screens and like yeah. it was insanely immersive. I felt like the Van Gogh experience in Nashville was not what it was hyped up to be for me because I thought it was going to be more. You like should have that. gone somewhere like else one then. or two rooms. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was, it was just it was just one big room. It was cool, but it wasn't all I felt like it was hyped up to be. So. Did you know that used to be a Harris Teeter? A what? A grocery store. Uh, maybe that's a su- a southern yeah. thing. Harris Teeters. I don't. It know used to be is. a grocery store. So mm-hmm. where that is was like the meat department. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that's that now funny. that you now yeah. that you hear it. Oh my god, that's funny. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, it doesn't stop there. Oh shoot. So I planned the event. Bradley planned the dinner, and we went. I don't remember the name of this place. But it was like a it was like a steakhouse, mm-hmm. low low key, low key fancy. I don't okay. know, like everyone there was wearing like, jeans, subtly bougie. Yeah, Kay. like cheapest thing on the menu is like twenty bucks. Okay, which Jesus in this year, this day and age, right. <laughs> that's like that's, McDonald's, right? Exactly. Um, is that the value meal? <laughs> right. And so we got an appetizer. Appetizer was not that great. Also took forever. But it took, like, 20 minutes for Mm -hmm. us to get our drinks, 30 minutes after that for the appetizer to come, and then probably another 30 minutes after that before our entrees came. Were they, like, busy from people? No. Oh, that was the the thing. Sorry, I forgot to mention. So we walked in, and it took several minutes for us to get seated. Like, they couldn't figure out where to put us. Like, oh, my God, we're so busy, right? Mm -hmm. We were the first ones there for dinner. We showed up at 6 o'clock. Okay. So, like, we were the first ones there for dinner. There was not a single person at any table. It filled up as we got there, Mm -hmm. or, like, as we were sitting there. But we were the first ones there. Mm -hmm. And there was one other person at the bar. And the bartender, we they sat us in the bar area, so the Mm -hmm. bartender was our server. And, like, so it took her so long to get to us to get our drink orders. Bradley got his drink. I didn't get mine for a while because I didn't order alcohol. Mm Mm-hmm. And I finally actually had to ask when they brought our appetizer, like, hey, can I get Dang, that sweet tea? Yeah. Get the appetizer, get my sweet tea. The sweet tea tastes like it had been sitting out for like two weeks. Ew. Like, or like they made it the day before, Grody. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it and didn't put it in the, fr- something was off about it. It tasted stale. And we're in the South. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> know what I mean? knows his sweet tea. Okay. I have a sweet tea with every meal. The, <laughs> it, like, you can't mess it up. You really can't. Yeah. Well, I thought you could. Apparently, you can't. Anywho, that happens. I end up like, hey, can I just swap this out for a like a soda or yeah. whatever? Swapped it out. That took thirty minutes. Jesus. Food finally comes out, and uh, the, it was fu- it was cold. Mm-hmm. We got steak frites. First off, I ordered. I said, can I get the steak frites, please? Mm-hmm. And she goes, do you want fries with that? I said, mm, yeah, I do. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, do people like order the steak frites without the frites? Because the literally the thing under the steak frites on the menu yeah. was the flank steak with a side. <sighs> like that was the, like yeah. it was another, it was a different, anyway. The It was cold. I send it back, which I don't normally do, no. but I was like. I really want to enjoy yeah, this steak. Totally. <laughs> You're like it, trying so hard to have a good night, right? Yes. Yeah. And so the manager just happened to like 
be standing beside us and I was like, all right, this is it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay, the Karen. No, the server kidding. is busy. <laughs> the server was busy. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, not her fault, but my food's cold. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. Can we just get it reheated, please? And he was like, is everything cold or is it just the steak? And so I picked up a fry and like squished it in my hand. Oh. And oh. I was like, everything's cold. Yeah. <laughs> and and it wasn't even like under the heat lamp cold. It was like not under the heat lamp. This food is cold. Like this has been sitting here the whole yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And so they come, they bring it back in very short amount of time, mm-hmm. may I, might I add. Super impressed with that. It was still cold, but not only was it cold at this point, it was like gray. Ew. And I ordered it medium. Gross. <laughs> yeah. It was like gray and chewy. Ew. And it had chimchurri on it, so it was spicy, gray, and chewy, and it was just not, (laughs) it was just not the move. So that was my pit, was that I spent a lot of money to sit in a room on the floor with children, (laughs) and then um, I didn't eat dinner. I ate the fries, because the fries came came out the second time, they were delicious. We did get a free dessert as well not that we asked for it and I was like please don't give me free things like mm-hmm. I'm not asking for that I don't I'm not even upset mm-hmm. I just just want my food and I want it to be warm yeah yeah um and yeah and so I didn't eat at our dinner but it was it was fine it was cute and we had a lot of fun and we had plenty of time to sit there and talk to each other did Bradley have fun he did have fun. Good. And he enjoyed his food. Then that's what matters. And you know what? We got sticky ribs as our appetizers, mm-hmm. and they weren't good last night, but I did have them for lunch you today. Them. Yep. It's amazing when they're warm how R- good they taste. Well, <laughs> it wasn't kidding. that they were warm. It was that they had, like, time to sit in the juices of the sauce that they oh, had been tossed in. Because it literally yeah. tasted like paper. Aw. <laughs> I know. That sucks. Um... But it is what it is. We always have bad luck when it comes to, like, eating out at fancy restaurants, I feel like. That sucks, man. It I is what it. it is. Peak and pit, that was it. That was it. All right, let's pause now. Who wants better sex this year? I mean, I think everybody does, Hunter. <laughs> well, I know someone who can help. AdamandEve.com is a sex-positive site where you can find almost anything you desire. Listeners of this podcast will receive 50% off plus free shipping. Not only that, you will get some extra sexy bonus items as well. We cannot forget to mention that everything will be packed and shipped 100% discreetly. Just use code BRBPOD at checkout for 50% off and free shipping. And your extra sexy bonus items. Oh, Go to adamandeve.com. Use code BRBPOD. And make 2023 sex the best sex of your life. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we're back from our break. Whoop, whoop. I would also like to add to my peak. I got oh. my lips done today. Yes. Well, you did. touched up. I had mm-hmm. them done two weeks ago and I got them touched up today. They look delightful and delicious as well as scrumptious. I kind of want to kiss you. Oh, maybe I'll <laughs> let you. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but yeah, I went to Face It Franklin in, uh, in Franklin. That was stupid. Um, and I saw a, their nurse injector. Her name's Bridget. Yes. She's new yes. to Face It. She's uh-huh. not a new injector. And she's really good. Yeah. And she was really gentle. Like, the first time, I will say, hurt quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, I guess she said that she was like, I guess we just let you numb a little bit longer. Because I did not feel a single thing on my right side. Mm-hmm. But we only she only did something on the top lip this time, I think. Mm-hmm. And she would like kind of, I guess she just missed that top half of my left mm. side of my lip. 
and I felt everything over here. But it doesn't. I, last time it hurt really badly. This time it like today right now. Not I feel so bad. Actually, yeah, smiling hurts. There but you go. Yeah, I made Hunter laugh earlier, and I thought that maybe I like offended him because he was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, dude, what did I say, man? And he's like, don't make me laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was just worried about me there. All but, right. yeah, I wanted to give her a shout-out in my peak because Bridget. she did a really good job. You ready to do this thing? I'm ready to do this All thing. All right, rapid fire. Okay, so first things first, this is a submission, once again, from a Facebook group. Yes. Um, So this girl has 42 new client forms, mm-hmm. and she only offers one service, and that's highlights. Yes. Which I feel like the industry is kind of shifting that mm-hmm. way. Like, do what you're good at. Specialize. And yeah, mm-hmm. be good at that. Um, and she doesn't have room for her new clients. Mm-hmm. And she's only been doing hair for a year and a half. So I First of all, shout out to her. Yeah, that's what I was literally about to say. That's a freaking problem to have. Yeah, I was going to say that. What a gr- good problem to have in the first year. Right. Because I feel like my first year, I was still like. <laughs> yeah. Like scrounging for people, like I was reaching and grabbing for anything to get people in the chair. Yeah. Um. So, like, kudos to you for sure. But she did provide her prices. Yes. Because people had already been commenting on this. Right. So the biggest comment that I saw was to raise her prices, which is which, like, yeah, that's my first reaction. And that was initially what I said too when we were prepping this episode. I was like, oh, raise your prices. Yeah. So. Again, really good problem to have. Right. First year of business. Um, do you want to break it down? So yeah, she go said ahead. she charges. Um, okay, so first of all, it's important to note that she includes a toner, a cut, and a shampoo style with these prices. So yes. it's going to be your partial highlight, your glaze haircut, and everything for one eighty, and then two fifteen for a full, mm. and that includes the whole shampoo, haircut, toner, haircut, toner, and style. And, sh- and style. And then she does charge an additional $30, $30 for bowls. $30 per bowl, which is smart, too. Um, and another thing that was important to add was that she is in oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Austin area. Austin area. Um, Boom, let me just. And I didn't personally look up the demographics for that area to no, know like, what the average price is in that area. But well, I, don't I think feel like. average price really matters. If Homegirl is this busy with this many requests. Raise the prices. People are, yeah, and they're clearly chomping at the bit to get in with her. And I would almost, I would want, I would want, I'm curious, words, mm-hmm. are <laughs> if she is double booking. Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Because that, if you, so say you have this problem, mm-hmm. and I feel like with Instagram and social media the way that it is, a lot of people are actually starting to have this problem. Yeah. Where there's so many new client requests because they are sharing their work on yeah. online. Yeah. So, wow. Oh, I'm just curious to know, like, if you're double booking those clients that you've already had and mm-hmm. you don't have room for anyone else, mm-hmm. then maybe you could double book them and take more clients in the totally well maybe what she could do is double book regulars and on certain new days clients and then new clients on like you know thursday or friday or you know whatever mm-hmm. certain days a week where she's single booking with these new clients but then the clients that she knows she's down, down packed obviously she does a lot of the same thing it sounds like she's 
got it down. Got it down. And it might be a safe bet for her to go ahead and start double booking some of those clients that she could do with her hands tied behind her back in her sleep. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because we do get like that with certain clients. I don't like to double book new clients right now myself even mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm still learning you. I'm still learning your hair. I don't know what all is going to go into it. Um, so there are sometimes I look ahead and I see a new client. I'm like, block, don't yeah. double book, you know? Um, I do that sometimes if the, if I catch it. If you, but sometimes well, you can't catch it. That's the reality. But I would in think this case that would that would be a good first move. Maybe is double book. Double book is like yeah, that could be a good first move. Mm-hmm. Or um, what I'm also interested in is hiring an assistant. Maybe no, that's not where I was going with that. Oh, what I was saying. What I was gonna say is. You could, some might, people might suggest, like, do the double booking thing, mm-hmm. start getting new clients in those single booked spots, mm-hmm. and then raise the prices for your new clients. Yeah. But I feel like if you've only been in the industry for a year and a half, mm-hmm. you're in a fortunate position, really, where you could raise your prices across the board. Yeah. You're going to lose people. Anytime you yes. raise your prices, you'll yes. lose about 3 to 5%. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Um, And then, but the reality is with that many people that want to get in, say three or three to five of her current clients don't want to pay that. And that's if you only have a hundred clients. But then you have three to five more who are absolutely willing to pay that price. Plus everybody who's keep sticking with you, Mm -hmm. you're going to make more money. But I think just want to circle back to the whole double booking thing. Like that's a way to make more money per like per hour make more money when you're not raising any prices yes. on anyone. And then if you do hire if you do double book and then you're without raising your prices, mm-hmm. that's going to go ahead like you said, add more money to mm-hmm. your books, but then say you've added that more money and you're now you're like, okay, I'm really starting to give get overwhelmed, then you could hire an assistant. Mhm raise your prices mm-hmm. and double book mm-hmm. with that assistant. You will eventually lower those finish times where yeah. you can get even more people in totally. And you raise your prices because you're adding value to the service. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is super important. A, I think your services are com- really valuable right now Absolutely. at the price that they yeah. are. Cause I checked out her Instagram. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. Like it's really, there's a reason she does highlights and highlights right. alone. Cause it's, she's, she's good really at good at it. Yeah. And so, like, that's something you just always want to remember, though, is when you raise your prices that w- like that, you want to make sure you're still having your clients still see value in that. In that, yeah. Price. Absolutely. And the clients that don't, mm-hmm. let me tell you, they're going to leave. Yeah. But the ones that do are going to stick through it mm-hmm. and say next year when you raise your prices or even six months from now when you raise your prices mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. those clients will stay with you yeah, like totally. the loyal ones will stay right well and I do think it's important to like especially if you're we've been in this business for a long time I have been in the burnout phase of my career multiple times in it and I think sometimes like if you're working 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 like this and she's looking at it like oh my god I have all these new clients where am I gonna put them like you can't burn yourself out especially this early on in your career she's clearly talented she's gonna go places Mm -hmm. she's got people wanting to get in with her so if she is um you know raising her prices in order to keep herself making money without Mm -hmm. breaking her back or killing herself, so to speak, she's going to, um, 
start like on the right track in her career right. you know what i mean well and i have more questions for her like right. i wish that Maybe i could I like should reach out to her boom, 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 and, call her because yeah, like i want to know does she have any guidance in the salon is there anyone mm-hmm. above you are yeah. you renting your own chair are you renting yes. a chair in a salon are you renting a studio like i want to know all of those things too right we should reach out and see if we can't get her as a guest on the podcast and talk right about i'm it. sure she's already figured right. out the solution Probably. now but but I mean, now we would know yeah, what it is. Because I do. I have more <laughs> questions for her. Because I feel like there's a lot of opportunity to make a lot of money doing just highlights and highlights mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've gotten it down yeah. and you have your partials and your fulls and you know like, okay, I'm going to do a full here. In between every full, I'm going to put a partial. Mm-hmm. Because a full does take longer, longer than a partial. And what we know to be true with highlights is they can process really fast. Mm-hmm. So... If you part, if you booked a partial in between a full, full, that gives you less time for your processing, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like to me, I don't like to put a full and a full next to each other. I agree because it's like oh, unless I have an you, associate uh, yes, working beside exactly. me, and you know, because it's hard to do a full foil in the processing time of a full foil. Exactly. Because inevitably the back is finished before. Right. So you need, to me, a full foil needs like 30 minutes processing time, maybe 20 before you start pulling. And it takes me like 45 minutes to foil a full foil. Yeah. Yeah. So a a partial or what we we call it a medium. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more than a partial, but a little less than a foil. Yeah. Uh, Why do I have such a hard time saying full? (laughs) Full foil. Full foil. Um. But yeah, raise your prices. Raise your prices, girl. Double or book, double book. Or hire an assist, all three. And also props to you. You're killing it. Keep it up. Good yeah. Job. Hope you listen. Yeah, right. Next one. Take it away. Um oh, okay. So canceling. This one is there was a lady who um had a client who canceled last minute due to like family problems. Mm-hmm. Um well, and the stylist had backstory she didn't offer, which is fine. It's not anybody's freaking business. Yeah. So, like, do you you have the screenshot though? I you can do. read you the read the okay. text messages That's what I was looking at. versus okay. the explanation. So I'll explain it while you're looking it up. Okay, I've got it. So this stylist had a client cancel. I think the day before there wasn't a lot of context with the message, but mm-hmm. this client had a stylist cancel because her husband was in a mood. Yes. And. Um, the stylist knew the situation between this, the mm-hmm. client and the husband and said, and the client was like, please let me know how much I owe you for my service yes. that I did not get. I want to pay for this service yes. to which the stylist responded with like, no girl, you're, you're good. good. So go ahead and read it. Okay. So, um, redacted. This is the client reaching out to the stylist, right? And says, hey, we need to cancel today's appointment because blank is in her mood. Please let me know how much I owe you for the service that we didn't get today. I really want to pay for it. The stylist says, it's all good. You don't owe me anything. You're a great customer and an amazing person. I promise you will get through this. Um, Client says, I don't know if I'm going to. And then she said, then I know it for you. You're stronger than you realize. And, And thank you. And then anytime. But... What I like about this one is, like, stuff happens in people's lives. And, like, 
sometimes our clients talk to us about their personal relationships and we know a lot about them and like sometimes we can see things like oh this is not a good healthy thing or, or whatever it may be um so obviously the stylist knows more than is presented in this message which right. i think is great that she was able to share without like breaking that confidentiality with her client um but i do think that like it's important to remember that yes like this is our money and our time but like there are we work with humans and mm-hmm. humans have lives and they have things that happen. And like, especially if it comes with like relationship dynamics, like that can be really tricky and it can also be sometimes like dangerous or, you know, right. what, there's a lot involved in it. So I th- just think it's important to remember compassion and that maybe the way I look at it is like, okay, first one's free. If this becomes a pattern, where it's like this person is in this relationship and they're right. continuing to blame not being able to come, you know, on this person. That's like, and they're not getting out of it. It's no longer your responsibility mm-hmm. to accommodate that. Honestly, listen, honey, if your husband is re- causing you to cancel your appointment that many times, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need your husband's credit card number. Yeah, not yours. Yeah, put that in your purse, please. Thank you. Right. Give me his money right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like, and that was just a joke to make light of it. Right, but it could absolutely. be a very serious situation. It could be. And I'm right there with you. I think there's instances, like, I would probably, we've already talked about how I'm yeah. a yes man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would probably see the bright side, mm. quote unquote, of it a little more than once. Yeah. <laughs> um, But there comes a point where it's, Let's not schedule any appointments. How about you send me a text message yeah. in a, a day or two before you know that you're going to be able mm-hmm. to come in and we'll get make sure that you get your hair done. You know yeah. what I mean? Rather than having the because it is there. It's a business. Mm-hmm. But as we talked about with Whitney mm-hmm. on our last one, human connection, human connection is the most important part of mm-hmm. our job. Most of us got into this business because we love people. Yeah. So. While it's important to have policies in place, I also think that it's important not to lose that like human yes, compassion part of us. And compassion. Like, yeah, That's compassion really what that is. It. Well, I do think that um, you're right. A lot of us get into it because we like people. We like making people feel happy and like this and that. And I mean, we talked about it with Nina as far as like making emotional decisions when it comes to your mm-hmm. business and stuff. This would be one of those things where it's like this it's an is emotional a, it decision. It is an emotional decision and. In this case, it may benefit you to just go ahead and let your emotions <laughs> run this one and, you know, give that person some grace or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Um, but like I, like you said, moving forward, if it becomes a pattern two, three, four, four five. times, yeah. you are responsible then for yourself and either continuing to give that person grace, but then don't. Mm-hmm. You have to understand what that's doing to your business, too. Well, and I feel like the client is very willing to pay. And that's the thing that gets me. That's why I would extend more of More grace. grace. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I wanted to say that, too. Like, the client is will understands the, um, quote, unquote, burden she's putting yeah. on the stylist. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's a burden when someone cancels because it's not no. our guest's responsibility to make sure that we get paid. Right. I get that. But there is like a level of respect. Yes. All of the things. It's like whenever someone, um, for instance, my best friend, we're good for just a second. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll tell the story and then I'll, we'll switch over. So my best friend started to work 
mm-hmm. work with us. She is really worried about the dress code at our salon. Yeah. Because she is so used to, for the last five years, she's worked in a salon where there is, we don't have a dress code. Yeah. But there's a certain level of expectation. Right. And she's not had that expectation. Mm-hmm. So she's worried mm-hmm. that she's not going to like live up mm-hmm. to it, to which I always respond with be you, but elevated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best, the platinum giraffe, Sarai Spear, she mm-hmm. does, explains it perfectly of how to look professional, but also still look like you. Like if you're a trash panda, be a trash panda. <laughs> I fucking love her. Like oh that is me I am a t-shirt jeans kind of guy I'm gonna wear elevated t-shirt jeans but then then Gucci sneakers (laughs) we didn't have to go there I mean (laughs) let's be real that's what it is but yeah yeah, yeah. elevated yeah trash panda and then like something that she said too we've so far off the rabbit trail but something that she said that I recognized as something that I might want to do is when you are feeling more trash panda-y, um, putting on nice jewelry. So I had um, a boss one time that told me, when you're sad, wear lipstick or like put on red lipstick or something like that. So for anyone who knows me now, they may be surprised <clears throat> to know that there was a point where I would not go out of the house without hair and makeup. Perfect. Perfect. Not even to the grocery store. Like, everything erica was outfits always all the time like i had a whole second bedroom that was my closet but then if i'm sad and i'm depressed i would be coming to work with no makeup on and at the time i worked with a boy that i liked who didn't like me back and so that that hit me hard right as a long story but she told me that because i was like i just don't feel good i can't bring myself to do it i can't bring myself to do it and she was like you just have to when you're feeling down go that extra step put on red lipstick throw on some bangles just feel Bigger and badder ass. I love that. Yeah. Let's take a break. Step. Ergo styling tools exist to create hair styling tools that are easier to use, ergonomically friendly to the body, and deliver longer lasting shiny hair. Originally started as Ergo Research Inc., a research company to help hairstylists who were in pain after a day in the salon. What we've learned now allows everyone to look and feel their best every single day. For nearly 30 years, leading hairstylists and salons have chosen Ergo Styling Tools for professional use and offer them to their clients to keep their hair healthy and beautiful at home. You can choose Ergo Styling Tools and choose longevity in your career and healthier and shinier hair and get 10% off by using code HUNTER in all caps at checkout. So go to www.ergostylingtools.com and use code HUNTER, make sure it's in all caps, for 10% off your order. Okay, so you were saying about Stephanie. Yeah, so just that it was just a good piece of advice that she gave me that, honestly, I hear it in my head more often than not lately because Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) as I've been coming out of this, like, deep, dark life transition, depression, whatever, um, I've been thinking about it because, I mean, I know our boss has been on me about, like, just elevating and elevating, and I'm like... I've been working so hard that all I can do is get to work lately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm here, you guys. But I don't feel good sometimes. Like, if I'm not dressed up, like, just I've been thinking a lot about the way that I present myself to the world lately. And Mm -hmm. and that is one of the things where I'm just like, man, like, yeah, I'm feeling yucky. But that doesn't mean I can't 
make myself feel a little bit better, which does help me get through the day, you know? Yeah. Um, so no, our outward appearance isn't everything. And like, especially we started on this because of Emily being worried about, um, she's been on the podcast yeah, about being worried about dress code and stuff. I hope you didn't look at Erica. (laughs) I didn't say that. Um, I did not say that. Please. I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. Um, I don't think she listens, but uh, I mean, that is another thing. You know, Michelle always tells me when like, we've got these new people and you're a seasoned stylist and they're going to be looking at you. And like, I use you as an example of like, look what we can do in your first year and blah, 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 blah. And so like, I have been thinking about that a lot lately, not only for myself and helping myself get through it, but I am in a point in my career where I should be mentoring young people and I'm not because I'm still getting my shit on lock right now. Right. You know? So I just think that like, even if I'm faking it, like the other day I had a day where I actually got my hair and makeup and like did it before I even got to work, which mm-hmm. is such a small victory for me. But like, but it's a victory. But it was huge, right? And it made me feel better throughout the week. And even though I didn't necessarily get as dressed up the rest of the week, like it's just one little bit at a time making myself feel better in relation to how I'm presenting myself mm-hmm. to the world, you know? So I just think a little bit goes a long way and you can trick yourself into being mm-hmm. happier if you just treat yourself a little better mm-hmm. every day a little bit nicer something that i am realizing slowly um as i've like i'm getting trained on mm-hmm. being a mentor right mm-hmm. and something that i've noticed as of recently is that a lot of people try to compare themselves to other people who have success Mm -hmm. or and that's the thing right like that's what we all want to do we find someone that is successful that we look up to and we try to emulate what they do to become successful totally but the fact of the matter is is that every human that walks this planet is different Mm -hmm. and especially in our industry they're even more different well and we always tend to be very individual type people so something I've learned about you oh, Jesus. is that you have a very solid idea of what you believe success is mm-hmm. and working on a project with you where you didn't have a solid idea or you did have a solid idea and it ended up not being that way. Mm-hmm. I've actually found out oh, Jesus that you, that is your thing. Like you have a set this has to be done this way to be correct i'm a lazy perfectionist yes <laughs> so the thing is does it does it work that way yes but it might not work that way for you so your journey of being a mentor i feel like is really and truly going to be taking stylists that are like you mm-hmm and figuring out how to make your way work for you and make you successful your way yeah. instead of these are all your checkpoints that you have to meet and you're not meeting this checkpoint. So that means you're way down here. Mm-hmm. I feel like that your journey is going to be finding that balance for people who are like you because there's a lot of you in our industry. People like me who are like numbers focused yeah. and like, eh, whatever, go with the flow kind of that's rare mm-hmm. in our industry. Like I found that like 
me and Michelle, we work uh, very similarly. Our minds work really similarly Mm -hmm. to where it's like, eh, it'll come out in the wash. We'll Mm -hmm. figure it out later. Mm -hmm. Or that, okay, that didn't go our way. Let's try it this way. Or let's try it again. Let's do it again. Like, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. Not everybody's like that. Mm -hmm. You're not like that. Mm -hmm. So if you constantly are trying to, like, be that, you'll never be successful because you can't do it the way that somebody that isn't like you can do it. Well, I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last year, too, is like... Oh, I see it happening within your brain. (laughs) I I literally see it happening in your brain. I've learned these things from you. Okay. <laughs> for me, we're so off topic on our subject here. but um, We wanted it to be a banter for me, episode. Um, it was funny because I was talking to somebody at the salon about it yesterday. Just like with we have all these new people coming in and like I'm, you know, wanting to change my schedule and kind of. I feel like I can't elevate myself until I get a little more time outside of the salon for mm-hmm. peace, you know? And, but I also know that I still, I was bottom of the barrel. I mean, I'm not the new kid. I'm fifth in line for new kid now, but like, um, I want to be more, I do want to elevate. I do want to mm-hmm. bring all these things. I have all this stuff. I was telling my mom on the way over here. I'm like, I feel like a, a shell of the person I used to be, but it's okay because all that had to get torn down for me to start on a stronger foundation where I do believe in myself and I have self-love and mm-hmm. all those cheesy things that we should all have by now, but I'm struggling mm-hmm. with. Right. But I think that like, I had to accept that, like, no, I am neurodivergent. I have ADHD. It's not, it's never been really treated except for a very short portion of my life. And I hated the way the meds made me feel. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to be a hippie about it and not treat it. But that doesn't mean I can't find, like, your ways to solve it. My ways to solve it and work on my way. And, like, doing our wig project as much as it brought out all this anxiety in me because it, it was my vision, but it wasn't my vision, too, at the same time. Like, I really enjoyed making wigs. That's something I've really kind of had in the back of my head that, like, I really want to do more of, you know what I mean? So it did inspire me in some ways, but it also kind of brought out some shit that I think needed to be, like... Dealt with. Dealt with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to be growing. Like, I needed to just let go and let it be. Let go and let God, honey. Oh. God, I I needed to let something happen. I don't know. But, yeah, it's interesting because, like, just starting at Bombshells and, like, um, having this idea of where I should be and all this stuff and, like, not being there. But then also humbling myself to be mentored by someone who hasn't done hair as long as I have but (laughs) made it leaps and bounds farther than I did in a shorter period of time. There was some humility that had to come along with that, but I was ready for it, whereas Mm -hmm. I hadn't really been ready for it in the time. But I've learned a lot from that, and most of what it is is, like, just learning to trust myself. Mm -hmm. And you said something to me in the car (laughs) yesterday that hit me really hard, but in a good way. Oh, God. Um, And I can't remember if we were talking about the photo shoot we did or if we were talking about the podcast photo shoot, and I just was like... I said something and you were like, yeah, it looks really good. You just hate yourself. So you can't accept praise or something like that. And I was like, ah, ah fuck. You're right. <laughs> Ugh, that's hard to hear. You know what I mean? But it is, it's true. And it's like, I don't hate myself. Right. I don't hate myself. And by the way, we have a relationship yeah. where I can say <laughs> stuff like that and it's not offensive to and her. Not I don't, offended. 
I wouldn't say that to a stranger who is having a hard time with self-love. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, we are very good we friends. We are very close, yeah. <laughs> um. But it was true because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, even just to looking back throughout this whole process where I'm like, but what if it's not good enough? What if it's not good enough? What if it's not good enough? What if it's the ugliest? What if it's ugly? What if nobody likes it? What if this? What if, what if nobody cares? <laughs> right? Because guess what? They don't. Such a simple thought. No one right? else cares about any of this stuff but us. And it's so, like yesterday, I was really discouraged about the photos. Right. And I wasn't shy about it either. Your model was ugly. That's why. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just kidding. I I was Hunter's model. (laughs) I thought I did the wig. I looked at the wig here at my house. I looked at Mm -hmm. it at the salon. I was proud of it. Mm -hmm. I liked the way that it looked. When we photographed it, actually, when it got to the salon, from the trip to the car to the salon, it it started to fall apart. Yeah. And then I put it on your head and then put it back on the mannequin. Even worse. And then it just came. And then it had to travel to the studio. Then it had to travel to the studio. It just fell apart. Yeah. The whole look fell apart. It looked not good. And I didn't like it. It wasn't just, it wasn't all, like, it wasn't just one thing. I just didn't like it. There was, all the factors didn't come together for you. But... I had a moment and I was like, I really don't like these and Mm -hmm. I don't feel good about it. And Mm -hmm. I don't really want you guys to post this because it was for a collection. And like, just use two outfits that Erica used because it looks like two different looks. (laughs) Use Erica's first picture and her last picture. They're totally different. That I had a gorgeous model. She was stunning. You had like an actual model. She was an actual model. Yeah. Well, and. Um, Bethany's girl was not an actual model, but she murked it, mm. dude. She no, she it. was. Is she, she is an a model. Actual model? Oh. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. She was like, I don't, don't do this stuff. Blah blah. blah. So I thought maybe she, she doesn't wasn't. do like serious. Gotcha. She does like family. Oh, okay. You know, like when you buy a picture frame, like stock photos. Yeah, that's I love her it. lifestyle. <laughs> I love yeah. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get back on back topic? on topic maybe because maybe. i do really want to talk about charging hourly okay let's talk about it because i feel like a lot of people do it a lot of people do it i have no experience doing it other than for certain services which mm-hmm. would be color correction and extension installs and i tried it mm-hmm. but it i feel like i tried it when i wasn't confident in my pricing yeah and so that wasn't a good thing for me mm-hmm. um so i didn't personally have a good great experience with yeah. it but I see the lure of doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, a, a pro of charging hourly, right? Yeah. That would be, like, I'm able to use everything I need to use to make this look come out and still know that all of my product is going to be paid for. Mm-hmm. My time is going to be compensated. Mm-hmm. Um, and the client's going to get the look that they want. Yeah. The downside to that is, honestly, from a client perspective, because... Like, my tattoo artist, I know it's not hair, but my tattoo artist charges by the hour. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, okay, so I know I booked for, like, this tattoo could cost anywhere from, I think the base is like 200 Mm -hmm. up to six, seven hundred $700. That's how much time I'm blocked out. To me, that's too big of a gap, and I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. Like, if this tattoo takes seven hours, and it's going to cost, like, eight nine hundred dollars i would rather know that beforehand but that was just a me thing 
And I've never experienced it with hair. No, oh, yeah. Well, when was, was the last time you paid for your hair? <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay. So, no, I'm thinking about that. Like, as far as tattoo artists go, I think it makes sense for a tattoo because... It does. You go in, you usually have a consultation. I mean, I've even had to have a consultation when, like, um, I only have two tattoos, but, like... Um, even when I went in for my first one, I walked in, they did a consultation, and then he was like, all right, I'm only going to need this much time. Come back at this much at XYZ time, and that's mm-hmm. where you'll be or whatever. And then when I went in for my second one, it was the same thing. It was like I did the consultation, mm-hmm. and then I knew going in what it was going to be. So same thing with hair. You go in. If you charge hourly, I don't know, 150 an hour, I don't know what it's going to be, but mm-hmm. you say, tell the client, all right, this is you know going to be this much time. It could be three hours. It could be four hours so then they've got a range and they know how much it's going to be that makes sense in a tattoo shop because they're only working on you Mm -hmm. right so i feel like if you're going to charge hourly then you should be with that one client that whole time Mm -hmm. that's like the only thing i really think of about it where i can see an issue so i have a solution to that one yeah so my friend alicia hi alicia friend of the pod she listens um she is she's like double triple booked or used to be not anymore because mm-hmm. of her yep. spondylitis um <laughs> they did an episode about it we did an episode about it forever ago yeah but um so she used to double and triple book and the way that she would charge hourly is for the time that she was with the guest so what do you do have like a stop yeah watch. exactly that that's what i would think yeah because that's how when i did it um Back in the very beginning of my career, I did specialize in K-tip extensions, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I would do is I had one of those old school, like, kitchen timers, because if I'm getting up to walk away and go into the bathroom, like, you don't need to pay me for that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if I have to stop and answer a phone because I was at a salon where you didn't always have front desk or things like that. Like, as a client, I would be irritated if I was charged for that time, mm-hmm. and I've always wondered how the heck you would go about that, you know? And so I think she, sense. I think she quite literally has like a stopwatch, I old think, school, yeah. tap it and go. Mm-hmm. So like, she charges for say the forty five minutes she spends hoiling you. Mm-hmm. If the, if the assistant or si- or associate is shampooing you, you don't get charged for that mm-hmm. time either. It's the time that you spend with Alicia, gotcha, that is being charged for. So it might be like an hour and a half to two hours, mm-hmm. or it might be six hours that she's with you. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how much time. Like it's only when she's with you, yeah, physically like standing that. with you. I like that is the time that gets charged for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a good way to go about it if yeah. you are a, cl- a stylist that wants to charge hourly and still double book. Mm-hmm. Is just to charge that, like, keep track of it, and you're going to have to do it in front of your client. You're going to have to do it at the station. Right. Because otherwise, they're not going to believe you. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I feel like if I was a client who was paying hourly, and like you said, like, half the time she's with me, but half the time she's with someone else, I would be like, hell no, I'm not paying for that time. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not paying for the time you were Mm -hmm. with somebody else. Now, if I know going in, I'm getting a haircut and a foil and a bond builder and a glaze, that's what this price is going to be. I don't I don't care who else you're with as long as my hair is done and I know my price and, and whatever. So I think there's exactly. pros and cons to it. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. I charge yeah. hourly for color corrections. Mm-hmm. But honestly, even for my color corrections, I tend to charge a la carte. Well, I will say... Unless that color correction is going into, like, I'm doing a 
multiple Malibu treatments, a conditioning treatment. If that's the case, then I'm going to charge hourly. If it's a color correction process that can be done in a a relatively normal Mm -hmm. matter. Like, you know, sometimes there's color correction where it's like, you're like, okay, I need... 30 vol mid strands to ends and 10 vol at the root and then uh, you know some and a low light in between everything mm-hmm. whereas that is a detailed intricate process it's not like multiple steps multiple shampoos blah 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 i'm probably just gonna charge a la carte according to the bowl kind of thing yeah but if it's like okay i have to you know f- multiple malibus and then uh section like because sometimes mm-hmm. you know people come in with and you have to bleach one dark spot before mm-hmm. you can then rinse and do a global bonding and then start you know what i mean so if it's something intricate like that where i'm like i can't handle anyone else while i'm doing your hair then it's going to be charged hourly absolutely so well and i feel like too it's like uh wow i just went blank god well, bless america i, I had something really good let's pause just for a second it. okay what did you say just before that um, it was so good. Uh, global bonding, intricate hair color process, charging a la carte versus charging hourly. Oh, yes. Okay. And I feel, I feel like if you're, um, I feel like if your hourly pricing mm-hmm. is thought out and you sit down and you break it down by product usage, time, blah, 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 blah. It's not going to be, there's not going to be a difference in charging a la carte mm-hmm. and charging hourly mm-hmm. if your hourly and your a la carte prices are thought out. Intentional. Yes. If your pricing yeah. is intentional, you will make the same amount hourly as you will a la carte. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because your a la carte pricing is thought out intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's by the ounce. It's by the time. It's, yeah. So if you... And then your hourly is going to be like how much you want to make an hour. Mm -hmm. So it's an average of all of that product cost plus the time that you're making, like the time that you're doing it. Right. So it's just a different verbiage. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So you're not making more money. That's I just hate when I see I scroll through Instagram and I'm like and I see all these stylists saying you're charging wrong. You're you're. You're not making enough money. Yeah. You might be charging wrong, but like charging hourly or charging a la carte or charging in packages, none of it's wrong. For real. It's It's, not wrong. Well, it's just like you were saying earlier about me doing what works for me. Like you have to do what works for you. It's the same with freaking diet, workouts, work. Whether you want to work from home, you want to work in an office, whether you want to be a hairstylist, whether you want to do extensions only, whether you want to build wigs, whether you want to cut men's hair, whatever it is, it's all about finding what works for you, you know? Exactly. And if you want to charge hourly, do it. Here's something else I will say about my experience from charging hourly. Um, Color correction is one thing because there's so much product that's involved in it. But if you're charging for, um, like, let's say K-tip extensions. I used to charge $100 an hour. Well, when it took me eight hours to do a full install, that was a lot of money. When I got it down to three hours, that's a lot less money. Mm-hmm. Now I'm being punished for being faster and more efficient at my job. So that's a downside to it. Um, or you can just raise your hourly price for that, you know. 
But if people are starting coming to you and they're paying 800 and then they're like, boom, 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 300, they're going to start bringing you people who want to be done and in and out in $300, which and then hurts you. You know, It does or does it increase your income? I mean, it can if you raise your prices at that point. You know what I mean? And it goes back to this girl up here that had all exactly. 42 not new client forms and has those low prices. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm really proud of myself for getting through that little bit right now with you recording me. <laughs> I honestly, same. And if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see what just happened. <laughs> Erica was having a moment and I was like loving it. So I just pulled my phone out to record it so that we have it for a clip. Other content. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Um, Let's skip this to one? this one. Okay. The message is 20 times. Yes. Okay, so let's take a break and reset. Cool. And, okay. So the last one we have is this chick. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and read the full post because I think you have to have it to understand the scope of the sitch. Uh, <laughs> she said, I am in need of advice. I have a client, super sweet, and I adore her. But she messages me like 20 times in between appointments, sending different inspiration pictures that are usually all completely different and not knowing what she wants. I tell her my opinion on what we should do and what would be the most gentle on her hair based on the integrity of her hair. And she says she understands and then sends three more pictures that are completely different. Then she schedules appointments and then she wants to reschedule them due to her thinking she doesn't need it done that soon. And then she tries to reschedule again sooner than what her original appointment was. Or back to the day she had first scheduled. It doesn't sound that bad as I'm typing it out now, but the irritation I get trying to explain to her that sometimes hair doesn't work out the way that she's wanting it to and feeling that she thinks she just thinks I just have any time in the world to work with only her. I've kind of lost my patience a little with her, but I have no idea what to do. I have had a client like this. I was going to say I have also had a client similar to this, mm -hmm. and I still do her hair. So you go first. Okay, so I do not do this client's hair anymore. Okay. Um, she was very loyal and very regular with me for a long time. Is um, this in Oregon or here in no, Tennessee? No, this is here in Tennessee. Okay. At Bombshells. Um, oh. And you know who I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> it um, just clicked. She has like 98% gray, but uh -huh. colors her hair to a level three and then wants platinum balayage like look platinum highlighting but uh -huh. okay and then wants to go dark and then wants to be back platinum again and she works overnight and she's a single mom and um kept canceling and canceling and canceling her appointments and she made an appointment for me for her and her daughter on the same day for them both to get color highlights and a brazilian blowouts on both of them um uh -huh. And she wanted this <laughs> platinum highlights, which I ultimately couldn't deliver, mm -hmm. right? Um, very close, but not quite. And then right before her blowout, as I've prepped her to blow her out, she's like, well, I got to get to work. I had to be at work. It Wasn't it like she had to be in work if, in, in five like minutes? Ten minutes. It's not that person that you're thinking of. That was the blonde one with the purple roots. It, no, the one I'm yeah. thinking of so is the short one, short one with yeah. the dark hair. So, um, 
I remember both of so, them. So, and that was the thing. So, I like had prepped her. I'd already done step one of the blowout, and she's like, "Well, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Well, it's not like I can just let you leave with this in your hair." Like, you know what I mean? Was it like the solution? No, the solution was, but I had already done the ionic cleanser, the like blow your cuticle wide open cleanser, right? Yeah. And didn't get to sh- like close it down. So I took her back to the bowl, put a mask on her, and then sealed it with the bonder, and just was like, "All right, like you gotta go," you know. I mean, she had to go. Yeah. Um. So I never did charge her for her blowout, but then she was, like, getting back to me and was like, oh, you know, my hair's not the color I thought, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I have had this conversation with her multiple, multiple, multiple times. So I'm like, okay, you know, come in on this day, and I will try it again. She cancels the appointment because X, Y, and Z. And there's always, always, always a story. So the first few times, I let it slide. Yeah. And then it became a pattern. And again, I understand that you're a struggling, like, single mom and you're work- like, I get that because that is the life that I live too. Right. But guess what? Eventually I stop making the appointments if I can't keep them. Yeah. You know? And you did that with your wax. I did do that with my waxing girl. And so, like, I don't know. It just kind of got to be the point where it was like, you're blocking out hours, chunks of my day, and then not showing up, I can only extend so much grace there. Yeah. So it got to the point where I um, honestly would just, because she was in between appointments, it was like this too. So I just got to the point there at the end where I was like, if you're not texting me during work hours, I'm not going to respond. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to respond. And so finally, uh, you know, the next day, the weekend happens, Monday, I'm like, hey girl, sorry, I don't respond to messages like outside of work time. X, Y, and Z is when you can come in. Don't get a response until 9.30 at night. I'm not going to respond until Tuesday the next day. Or actually Wednesday because Tuesday is my day off. Mm -hmm. And eventually those people either fall in line or they don't. And they don't come back. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's not the most professional way to handle it. But that's what I did. (laughs) Well, and I feel like. Honestly, I like what you said about like you're not quote unquote ignoring their text messages, yeah. but you're just make setting that boundary of this is my time in the salon. Mm-hmm. This is the time that I'm going to give to you because otherwise this time like this time outside of the salon is my time for me. Yeah. Or like in my case, it's my time for me and Bradley and you and Bradley or your education or whatever, you're whatever doing. it might be. But wherever I am, I'm going to and I'm I'm open, I'm willing and mm-hmm. I'm absolutely going to give a hundred percent in whatever room that I'm sitting in yes. at that moment. Yeah. But if I'm not sitting in that room, sorry. Right. It's, it's got maybe 10%. Well, and I think for this girl to bring it back to this chick's story, I think that like the best thing she could do for her, for herself in this case would be to like m- set a text or, mm-hmm. you know, have a conversation with that client the next time she comes in. Hey, girl, I love that you're so involved and you've always got ideas for me and you know what you want and this and that. But, like, this is my time here at work. Mm-hmm. You can save all these photos and we can talk about it then when you're here for your appointment and your consultation. Because otherwise, this is my time outside of the salon that I'm with my family, my partner, doing what I love, refilling my cup, whatever it may be mm-hmm. that, like, I need this time. You aren't my only client. Not that I don't (laughs) love and adore you. Right. But you aren't my only client. And it is not fair to my life partner, my children, or my other clients for me to, you know, have to dedicate so Mm -hmm. much of my outside time 
to this, you know? Right. Because once again, I'm going to devote a hundred percent to it. So if I'm, if you send me a photo, I've already formulated it in my head. Right. It's been, the placement's thought out. It's planned. It's ready to go. You can't help it. (laughs) I've already, I've already adjusted your timing. Like I already know that I'm going to not need that much longer to foil you. And then you come in and you're like, oh, actually I want the full foil. I Mm -hmm. want it to be blonde, extra blonde. Mm -hmm. And Yada, 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 yada. Yeah. But I think what you said about it was beautifully. I don't want to extend on it mm-hmm. anymore because I like that. It's you have to set those boundaries with those clients because otherwise they're just going to keep doing it. Yeah. And then the more you let them do it, the more you'll let others do it. It is the same as like what my mommy told me about re- like relationships. Like you teach people how to treat you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And um, I've learned this one the hard way way too many times. That if you let people <laughs> keep treating you like shit, they will continue to do it. Mm-hmm. They will continue to do it. Even so, after you've set the boundary to stop. Yeah, because if you set the boundary but then don't hold it, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. You know? Look at you growing. I know, right? <laughs> I might be a grown-up by the time I'm 40. Cool. Love it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think that's all I really have to say on that one. Period. It's all I have to say, period, today. Cool. Period, point blank. Period, point blank. Period, blank. period, uh, period, uh, period, uh, <laughs> Hunter regrets showing me that TikTok. Well, that's all we got for you this week, <laughs> folks. <laughs> if you want to follow us on our social media journeys, I am at HairXHunter on all the things. I am Erica the Redhead on all the things. And our podcast is at Break Room Banter Pod on all the things. We also have a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Break Room Banter Pod. And until next time, remember, you've always got a seat at our table. Bye. Bye.